wait a minute, why are we having a class under this series while Mysteries of Life is taking the reins and they're holding session? Let me explain. Hello everybody, this is Mysteries of Life with me, Rob Glasser, under the official Rob Glasser Network. If you haven't yet, please check out our YouTube and Twitch, hit the subscribe and the bell. We're also on Discord and Post if you want to keep the conversation going as well. Alright, so Mysteries of Life has taken over class, and we're going to do a little Art History 101 and talk about how a sculpture solved a 1,300-year-old mystery. Now, the sculpture at hand is this guy right here. And specifically, up here by its head, is a little tassel thing that didn't look like it fit. So, let's explain. I'll keep the picture up for a little while so you guys can take a look at that. So, in order to solve a 1,300-year-old mystery, the Cincinnati Art Museum requested help from a University of Cincinnati scientist. The Chinese dancing horse sculpture at the museum is so lifelike it seems to be galloping off its pedestal. However, H. Huey Sung, an expert in East Asian art, questioned the authenticity of a decorative tassel on the, a horse's forehead that resembled the horn of a mythical unicorn. Pietro Strobia, an assistant professor of chemistry at the UC College of Arts and Science, was contacted by the museum to help establish if the tassel belonged to the original piece. So this was a big deal because a lot of times, if you are studying art or art history, you want to make sure that what you are studying is legitimate. More so if you are, excuse me, more so if you are uh, displaying said piece of work, whether it's a painting or in this case a sculpture, you want to make sure that you are not under any pretenses that this is a fraud or a made-up piece of work. Strobius said that many museums have a conservator, but not necessarily scientific facilities needed to do this kind of examination. He continued by saying the forehead tassel looks original, but the museum asked it to determine what material it was made from. Uh, Strobius and his collaborators recently published their findings in the Journal of Heritage Science, and this was actually from last September, so this happened fairly recently. So this is still a bigger deal in terms of museum and art history there. Um, let's see. So some, the, uh, the um, I see numbers instances of ancient sculptures honoring the dancing horses that entertained rulers as far back as 202 BC. But according to her, no other forehead tassels have been seen. She believed that maybe it could have been added later. She said, I believe it was a mistake. The tassel wasn't in the right position, but these pieces are so old, they often go through many repairs. Uh, the dancing horse was donated by a collector to the Cincinnati Museum in 1997 and originates from the Tang Dynasty. When such sculptures were commissioned specifically for the aim of entombing royalty after their death, according to some. Um... Now, a little uh, backstory on these. Dancing horses were trained to move in time with a drumbeat. Song said that Emperor Zhuang Zong from the 8th century loved horses so much, he had a stable of more than 40,000 of them. For one birthday celebration, he invited a troop of 400 dancing horses to perform what is known as the Song of the Upturned Cup. During the dramatic finale, one horse would bend its knee, clench a club in its mouth, 
and offer the wine to the ruler to wish him longevity. Um, the museum's terracotta horse is saddled with a blanket and flowing silken material where stirrups often hang. Ten conical tassels adorn the horse in the same reddish color as the short cropped and long mane. Uh, a co-author of the paper said the making of the sculpture is beautiful. These horses are renowned. That was Kelly Rechtenwald. Uh, she also said um, she understands how the latest scientific techniques are helping to shed new light on antiquities. She agreed that they don't have the scientific equipment there, so partnering with a university was important. So let me pull this guy off the screen so you can see I'm still here. So using different sort of cutting technologies, such as X-ray powder diffraction, ionic chromatography, and Raman spectroscopy, excuse me, uh, they were able to um, dig deeper. It turned out that that tassel wasn't actually supposed to be there. It looked like what happened was somebody glued it with a specific kind of sculpture glue, and it was actually made out of plaster, not the terracotta that the horse was originally made in. Mystery solved. Now you're probably thinking, okay, not the biggest deal in the world. However, this is what differentiates between legitimate sculpture, paintings, all that, versus the frauds. And people do care in this area of expertise. Again, you want to make sure that if you are showing off a lost artifact or an old uh, statue of some sort, that you're showing off the right thing, right? You don't want to be teaching people something and then find out later that this great grand thing you have is actually made by somebody in, you know, the early 2000s and not, you know, 200 BC. So it's nice to see that they took the time to do it. They did end up removing the tassel, so the horse now is more exact to what it was. They obviously removed it in a way that didn't um, destroy the horse at all. Um, if you're able to see it in Cincinnati, great. If not, Google does have plenty of images. Um, you can check out the Cincinnati Art Museum online uh, or just Google uh, the dancing horse sculpture. So what do you guys think? Pretty interesting stuff, right? I'm really glad that Mysteries of Life took over class for today because this was the perfect topic to talk about mysteries and class at the same time. If you guys haven't yet, go ahead and subscribe as we said. Um, yeah, that's what we got for you today. As always, guys, thank you for watching. We have a brand new day of fun tomorrow. But until then, stay curious.